I'm Anvil. And I'm Jeff. And this is Let's Talk It All Live. Live. Well, live. Well, we're live. We're live. We're live right now. It won't be live. It won't be a live broadcast, but no, we're but we're, we're, out, we're out in the wilderness. Yeah, we are. Out we there. are in the wilderness. We are out in Squatch Country. Where are we exactly? Skyler County. The Skyler? Yes. Is that what it's called, Skyler? Uh, Schuler. 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 Skyler, Schuler, Shemong. It's all out there. That's someplace. We, we are in the Alpine Portal. Yes, we are. Uh, I can give you our exact location because no one's going to hear this until <laughs> yeah, after we're left. Yeah. Hopefully after we left, and that's part of the story we'll tell you about. Uh, we are on Chafee Creek Road. Uh, approximately about a mile, well, about a half mile up from that. Yeah, it's state land, and uh, there's a little service road off of Chief Creek Road that we do not recommend you try unless it's dry. <laughs> um, or your truck has really high clearance. Uh, we got Jeff's uh, big beast, his Denali, and uh, still wasn't quite high enough going out. Coming in was out, made it coming in, and Jeff's being nice to me, and uh, Making sure that I didn't have to walk too far to the camp, and uh, backing it out though, he got it got it a little hung up on the uh, the mound right there at the edge of the road. I don't know, like a dirt curb, I guess you would call it. Yes. So uh, we got we got a tow truck hopefully coming tomorrow in hopefully, the morning. Hopefully, Charlie's <laughs> Charlie's towing out of Alpine, New York, and uh, hopefully they come and come and, and help us out. Yeah. But uh, it is Sunday night. And it just, it's still, it's dark because we got trees all around us and there's just a little bit of dusk still in the sky. Uh, we got a fire going, which is nice. Uh, just smoking a cigar. Uh, we cracked open some of the, the, the alcohol already. It's just been one of those trips. And uh, so so not only did we, what we, and I'll take, I'll take blame for it because he came up here for me. No, we get the truck stuck. But, but no more than 10 minutes, 10 minutes, maybe 15 <laughs> max. I just get my little enclosure set up and I'm bringing in my first big bag of stuff and set it down, lose my footing and go ass over teacup, shoulder first into the ground, into a tree stump. And I think pretty much really tweaked the crap out of my rotator cuff on my left yeah, hand side. I thought you were taking a nap actually. Just, I was taking and a nap. Like, oh, I'm laying on the ground, tired. I'm just laying on the ground laughing because yeah. I'm just like, this is freaking typical for me. <laughs> I'm like a turtle, people. You don't understand. I'm like a turtle. Uh, when you flip it on its shell, he's kind of screwed. Uh, between my two artificial hips and everything else going, uh, Jeff brought my walking stick over and uh, <laughs> gave me a little arm and helped me up. So I'm, I'm back on my feet, but uh, definitely tweaked the left side of my shoulder. So I'll have to hear about that when the wife... Uh, I see the wife again this week. So upside <laughs> is I don't go back to work till Wednesday. So hopefully uh, get some ice, some heat when I get home on it, and uh, it'll be good enough to deal cards uh, come through Wednesday. But we are out in Sasquatch Country. I can tell you what. Uh, once dusk turns tonight, it's gonna be it's gonna be dark here. Yeah, it gets uh, it's really gonna be dark. We got some dark. got a couple lamps going. Got a fire going. But I tell you, there's there's just trees, trees and shadows. In beyond beyond the fire, so yeah. I could see where things get kind of crazy. Like I know when we first got here, I heard a couple knocks. I don't know if they were like knock knocks, but like who's there? Knock knock, who's there? But I thought I heard a couple knocks hmm. uh, behind us. Really? Like from the road we came up. But I don't know who else, who else is up here. What else is up here? 
Um, tough to say. Obviously, well, there's nobody living here. Uh, well, yeah, I don't think there's anybody living in the state forest, so there's yeah. no one here. Um, you don't normally see people camping here. Uh, in all the four years that I've been coming here, I've only seen one other camper my entire time. Uh, never any hikers or anything of that nature. So, so we are here, and you know, like Jeff said, it's like one of those bad, bad B movies where <laughs> they go out and the, they go out looking for Sasquatch and they get the truck. Stuck. They get the truck stuck. The and they're like, ah, the nothing's out. gonna happen. <laughs> they got to make it till morning when the tow truck will come. And the upside, we didn't bring a brother with us because he'd be the first one to go if we did. <laughs> But uh, but uh, one of us might be just the same. So, uh, but uh, yeah, we're gonna have fun with this. I'm gonna we can do some hooting and howling a little bit later. Uh, yeah, those see if anything answers. Ten o'clock. We'll start doing that kind of stuff. But uh, <clears throat> I gotta go back to the truck at some point. I I left my uh, hearing apparatus. Oh, get a enhanced hearing apparatus in nice. the vehicle, of course. Well, that'd be good. Yeah. <clears throat> So, um, but this area, this area has a history. Yes. And we talked a little bit about that last yeah. show, but this, this place really does have a history and it's all, it's not just the cryptids, it's the UFOs and uh, electromagnetic fields and cars blinking out and not working and then working and uh, haunted. Uh, you were saying you were looking at uh, campsite B. Yes. And uh, all of a sudden you see a sign that says, Something burial grounds. Yeah, there's some kind of cemetery reserve. I know it sounds nuts. Cemetery, it's a, it's a cemetery reserve. What the hell a cemetery reserve is? Uh, Protection. I have no idea. I've heard of natural wildlife preserve, but a cemetery preserve? Never heard of it before. But anyway, it's a. It's in the middle of nowhere. Um, it's, somebody owns a property, but it's a, it's a preserve. There's no hunting or fishing or camping allowed on it. You can walk the grounds, which are all overgrown. It's all woods just like this. <laughs> there are, the signs look about 30 to 40 years old uh, when Jimmy Carter was in office. So far as I know, it could have been a, a democratic program that ran out of money at some point, you know, and yeah, it'd be funny. Do those it. run out of money? Huh? Do those really run out of yeah, money? Yeah, they do, yeah. Do they? So then there was off the, the seasonal road, there was, you know, big wooden signs from 40 years ago and saying, you know, uh, event section, whatever, all overgrown, all along the road, all these little event things that at one point something was done. Mm -hmm. Some kind of presentation was given or whatever. Um, it's just very odd. Very odd. I'd have to do some research into it, what the hell it was, who owns it now, who's running it, you know, that kind of thing. But there are no headstones, no markers, no, or I nothing didn't see like that. that so, no, nothing, nothing. So they could be bodies all over the place, you wouldn't know. It's, it's like this. They could be bodies all over the place, you wouldn't know. Yeah. Like they could have buried the Indians there when they killed them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. You have all these unmarked graves and it's got potential. Yeah. It's got potential. Potential. Yeah. potential. So how'd the rest of the week go for you? Uh, well, I was sick as a dog. Uh, I still went to work, uh, being the man that I am. Um, and. Uh, that's a good thing I did. There was a major snafu, which I really can't talk about, but one of our clients, and uh, I had to handle it. Um, and I was, you know, on a phone with vice presidents of major corporations, the owner of my company, 
Um, it, it was uh, a little intense, you know, lawyers, that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, uh, lawyers. Mm. Uh, not my, fro uh, you know, uh, something I've really dealt with before in a major way. Uh, so it was a good learning experience. <clears throat> and glad that I am not the person in charge come Monday morning because I'm on vacation. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Uh, so that was that. Did some four wheeling yesterday and had a good time doing that. So everything was going pretty good. So it only made sense that I get the truck stuck. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you made it through four wheeling without a problem, then you, yeah. you got to know. I just hope I didn't break anything in the process of trying to get it out of there. You know, that's my one concern. Well, let's, let's not go down that rabbit hole. I, I yeah. think you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. If we go down that, you know, we'll have to call someone for a ride home. And Oh, boy. That would suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that So, yeah. Call Steve. We'll call fucking Steve. Call Steve. <laughs> he knows the way up here. He does know the way up here. But, uh, yeah, just got his tent set up, and I got this uh, little shelter. I won't sleep well tonight anyway, so... I didn't stress about a tent per se. Well, you know, if you want to sleep on the back seat of the truck, you're more welcome. Yeah, well. Nah, I'm good up here. Yeah. I'm kind of lucky. It's kind of it's not it's not raining. It's a little drippy, drippy from the trees, but I think the rain's past us, which is nice. And yeah. keep the fire going, and just kind of kick back and doze off in a big, comfy. You camp want these chair. lamps on, or you want them off? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm turn off the one behind me because that battery's getting low. So I've been watching, uh, been watching some of the YouTube videos and people making Sasquatch calls. And there's actually an app. Yes. There's an app yeah. that has Sasquatch calls. It was yeah. kind of funny. I thought it was more of a joke kind of thing. Because they do one like, like a, a woman's voice and a baby's voice and <laughs> things like that. And of course, the smoke finds me. <laughs> okay. Um, other teams. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. Other teams out. You know, in this area, I kind of Google for the for the Alpine area, and uh, and you actually know some of these people. Yeah, that uh, I was watching. So, I was uh, squatching with some of them. I that was kind of cool. Pilot TV show with Mr. Timothy Holmes out of uh, Shenango or where the hell he's from, and Elmira. <laughs> it was called Ash, Abnormal Species Hunters, Ash Force. Ash Force. Yeah, Ass Force is what it should have been called. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. Wearing the shirt, though. Yeah, I'm wearing the shirt. Wearing I actually have a jacket and a coat that goes along with it. Nice. And, yeah, I almost did the whole outfit. Uh, that would be kind of funny. Uh, yeah, you know, Tom Biscardi was part of that. You know, he's a well-known Bigfoot guy. Uh, he's more on the fringe of, is his evidence real or fake? But... Uh, it's East Tom. He's got the, an eagle the size of a house. Oh, yeah. They, they, <laughs> you know, got to sometimes some of this stuff. Some of his documentaries were, you know, been on Netflix and Hulu and all that. Yeah. Um, TV. And so uh, that's where he makes bulk of his money. He sells merchandise now. You know, all Bigfoot merchandise. Makes good money from what I understand. He's an old guy now, though. You know, he's in fucking 70 somewhere. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you specified 70. You didn't say 50. <laughs> so... Um, but he can't go out like this anymore. He needs a cane to walk around. Oh, well, yeah. Because <coughs> yeah, I don't. I don't need a cane or anything. But, but he was part of that whole, you know, 
we shot a Bigfoot deal, remember a few years back? Oh yeah? Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a hand in that. Yeah. You know, so I just kind of tell you. <laughs> yeah. 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 So Bigfoot, so, so no one's ever found skeletal remains, no one's ever found anything, right? Like, do you think right. they... The only thing... Do you think they carry off their dead? They... No, I... I okay, what, well, here we go. Here, yeah, only, let's talk about right, let's this. Let's talk about evidence. Here's the evidence, all right? As thin as it is. There's eyewitness testimony, which doesn't mount the hill of beams. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, so you have that. But the, the evidence that is strong... <coughs> is the DNA evidence. And people are like, DNA evidence? There's no DNA. Yes, there is DNA evidence. The evidence is this. The hair samples that have been tested by independent laboratories, not just one, but many now. Right. Um, the hair is, now, this doesn't prove Sasquatch is real. Right. What it proves is that there is an unknown species of something. Okay. Um, so the hair samples come back. It doesn't match any known species. Okay. So that's, that's crazy. Yeah. So we know there's something. Okay. So now we know that part's factual. There's definitely something. Now, if it's a giant ape or not walking around in the fucking woods, who knows? Or Neanderthal, whatever the hell it may be. Not something. That's something different. That we don't DNA know. DNA from like fur, fur yeah. samples, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing we have are the footprints. Obviously, Bigfoot. You know, that's what made it famous. All the footprints. <coughs> now those castings. Just the United States alone, you're. God, it's got to be at least 50,000 cast out there. If oh, not yeah. More. <coughs> if not more. And uh, the real good ones, uh, a good quality, where the cast really took, uh, bring out a detail that uh, very hard to fake. In fact, um, the, the gentleman, and I can't recall his name right now, the gentleman who was the head of forensics for fingerprints, and palm prints uh, and that kind of thing uh, mm -hmm. for the FBI. Okay. He was the head. Okay. This was his specialty. Um, got involved. He started looking at the dermal ridges in the cast. The dermal ridges are the same thing as like a fingerprint, fingerprint. on the bottom of your foot. Um, and the one thing he noticed right off the bat was the dermal ridges, uh, none of the cast matched. They're all different. All right, and they were dermal ridges. There's certain ways that you know he could tell as an expert. All right. Um, and the thing he found closest that they matched to were of like an ape species, <coughs> which is fascinating if yeah. you think about it. So, um, and the dermal ridges run in a different direction than they do in a human. They run in the direction of an ape or a chimpanzee. I can't remember which it is off the top of my head, but um, so there's some major evidence right there. You know, people back in the the 40s, in the 50s, in the 60s, we were making these casts in the 70s. Wouldn't have thought about trying to fake something like a dermal ridge. Oh, absolutely not. Maybe today, somebody like, hey, hey, we should fake a dermal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but back in the day, they wouldn't have thought about that. No. You know, so those casts back then, with the dermal ridges, they're phenomenal. Because yeah. we know that people weren't thinking about this stuff This was something like that. real. Yeah, exactly. So, you have that evidence. And of course, then you add in the eyewitness testimony. Right? Eyewitnesses, photos. Yeah. I just think it's interesting that, like I said, you, you, <laughs> no one's ever come across skeletal remains. No one's ever come across an actual body. No one's ever come across. And, you, and there's, 
these aren't, these really aren't solitary creatures, right? They travel in what they call what pods? So they call the group, the family group, or I, you know, well, this that speculation too. We don't know. <coughs> well, right, we, right. We, we don't know. You know, I mean, like a lot of it's speculation. I remember uh, Walter Krantz. I can't remember his name. If that Professor Krantz, he was an anthropologist or something from some university, and he was a big Bigfoot guy. And uh, I remember seeing him on TV in a documentary saying. Uh, we uh, estimate there's about 6,000 or whatever he said, 7,000 of these creatures in the, you know, uh, Midwest forest. And I'm sitting there thinking, how the hell can you even guess yes. how many, based on what, what, what are you basing that on? That kind of, those leaps in, you know, quantum, you know, in quantum numbers and you know, trying to identify a number and. It, to me, this doesn't make any sense. All right. I, I don't. I don't stand how people. And you know, these are people who have, you know, master's degrees and, and, and doctor, doctor. You know, he has his doctorate. I right. mean, these people are stupid. You know, and why some of them make these leaps is just, you know, beyond me. I I, I don't understand it. I just don't understand it. Um, another thing they'll do too is, you know, they'll you'll hear these experts talk about their diet. We, we don't know what their fucking diet is. How? How can people even phantom? We can put together this. People see them, you know, a hunter will shoot a deer. This has happened so many times, I'm funny. Hunter shoots a deer, goes to get the deer, sees a Bigfoot picking the deer, put up it over his shoulder, and walking off with the deer and the hunter is shot. This happens, you do not believe how often this happens. Son of a bitch. Yeah, son of a bitch just stole Vulture. my deer. Yeah. Oh man. Yep. Um, Sasquatch breaking into chicken coops, taking the chickens. Sasquatch walking off with two grown pigs, one under E-Farm. Ah. No kidding. And not uh, my ex-wife, by the way. Yeah. And uh, Or her mother. Right. <laughs> and uh, so we can, we can, you know, from those eyewitness testimonies, we know that, okay, we, we can take the guess. We can hypothesize that they eat meat. Um, I have heard eyewitness testimony from a... a, a uh, state police officer, not for this state, but the state, um, where he literally was uh, investigating uh, some illegal dumping. Right. And uh, anyway, uh, so they were getting the evidence together, da da da, and he figured he'd go back out there in the week to see if there were any more dumpings. So he, this is the middle of fucking nowhere. It's like this. Right. State land, you know. <coughs> Different state, but same kind of deal. Yeah. And he gets out there, he doesn't find anything, and so he. He figured he'd make a, deal, a day of it, so he was driving through the forest and he pulled over and he had his lunch and pulled his vehicle, squad car into a, a field and started eating his lunch. And he brought his binoculars to do some bird watching and, you know, right. that kind of shit. And he got a sandwich in his hand, he has binoculars up to his face and he sees a deer come out of the field. And it's obviously, it's panting hard, it's been running, you can tell. You can see, you know, the thing was like very agitated. And it turned its head. Uh, towards one side mm -hmm. of the field, like it was waiting for something, and then out of nowhere, as he's got the binoculars, he's got sandwich in one hand, binoculars <laughs> in the other, this creature comes flying out of the woods, midair, wraps around, grabs the deer by the, the neck, just cranks its head, snaps it right in half, and drops the deer to the ground. Nice. <coughs> Eight foot tall creature, flying out of the, the you said like a ninja. Eight foot tall ninja. creature, Eight, nine hundred pounds, flying like a freaking ninja through the, the air, wow. grabbing his, and just ripping the, the head right off of the steer. Right? 
and then uh, putting the body up over the trailer and uh, here's like a, a, a I think they said it was a whistle uh -huh. but there was another one there was two of them another one in the woods oh. so we uh, Sasquatch didn't wait around took the deer and off and went and you know this guy you know this this state <laughs> patrol he's got he drops a sandwich. He actually had a sandwich in his mouth and it dropped out of his mouth because he, he couldn't believe what he was seeing. Right. He's like, what? What the? What the? <laughs> you know, he was scared out of his mind. <laughs> what do you do? You know. So he he slowly put the binoculars down, and this creature didn't know he was there, and he he, he was like five feet from his squad car. He just stood there. He, you know, he was in shock. I, yeah, I can imagine. And then, uh, you know, a few minutes went by, and he started hearing those those screams that I've told you about right. the screams before. And uh, then he figured, you know what? He he felt like they knew he was there at that point. He, right. He wasn't waiting around. You know, he had his revolver and all that, and everything he was issued. But he saw the size of those things. Anything was be big, even remotely big enough. <laughs> so he uh, he got the hell out of there. And that's another case. I mean, so you know, you know, um, I've heard, I've read stories, <coughs> I was testimony of uh, people uh, along uh, Washington and uh, Oregon uh, and uh, along the ocean, mm -hmm. okay, and the sand beaches and that kind of thing. And uh, uh, early in the morning or late in the evening, they've seen Sasquatches uh, picking up the shells and cracking the shells and eating eating clams. Yeah. Wild clams. Nice. Um, lots and lots and lots of reports of that. Uh, so we know we, you know, we have a good idea that they, uh, they eat clams. Uh, people seen them uh, reports of picking berries, so they, you know, there's reports of that. So they have, a, they have a mixture of a diet. You know, they have a mixture of a diet. So it's not just one thing. It's probably numerous <coughs> forms of food. Uh, there's been stories of them digging into tree roots, getting different little Critters that mm -hmm. live in there mm -hmm. and eating those, so we know that they will eat those as well. Um, so yeah, wow. You know, people say, well, a creature that large wouldn't be able to survive, and they're like, you know, grizzly bears on their hind legs can be up to eight feet tall, if not more. Yeah, you know, I mean, the real big ones, um, and they're what seven, eight hundred pounds easy, <laughs> maybe even oh, yeah. more. You know, so they, they pretend that there's not a habitat. To support a creature like that, that's just ridiculous. Look at the great apes that live in, you know, the, the African forest, right. you know, that kind of thing. They're gigantic, you know, oh, yeah. the silverback uh, apes and that kind of stuff. Uh, silverback gorillas, you know, so. And, you know, gorillas, they're really, really smart. <coughs> I was watching yeah. a video today, actually, of a, uh, was a reserve. And these people were out in a boat, and uh, you could get up close, you know, to them, mm -hmm. these, these silverbacks. And this one came charging out of the woods, came into the water up to maybe it's a little over its ankles. And the people in the boat were a little startled. Yeah. And it's looking at the people, and then it does this. It turns its head and looks away from the people over its shoulder. So it's like turning its upper body. Mm -hmm. All right? And everyone in the boat does the same thing. They're like, what the hell is it looking at? <laughs> it did it on purpose. So as soon as he had, he knew everyone was looking, he whipped around and took his hand and splashed him with water. <laughs> the whole boat. <laughs> and he ran off. They're smart. There's they know how to screw with people. 
You know, they're not they're not stupid creatures. You know, cool no. I'm talking about. You know, they're not yeah. dumb. Um, <clears throat> whatever these these Sasquatch things are, I I would assume, and I, I'm making a wild guess. <coughs> you know, it's because some kind of offshoot of apes. You know, there was a an ape that was uh, extinct. Um, I can't remember if it's 10,000 years ago or 100,000 years ago. It's one of the two. I get the number mixed up until now, but there was a giant Capithius, okay. uh, which was a, an ape species that was uh, 10 to 12 feet tall, and it walked on two legs like humans do. Mm-hmm. And uh, we know that existed because we found some of the jawbone and its teeth, which okay. were gigantic, uh, giant Capithius. Um, it is the only species of ape that I'm aware of that naturally walked on two legs most of its time. Um, and these things were huge. Um, and they did actually exist. Um, I've always thought that if, uh, you know, whatever Bigfoot or Sasquatch is, Yeti, whatever you want to call it, Yowie, is an offshoot of that. Of that? Yeah. It, it did not become extinct. It just, uh, <coughs> maybe the numbers dwindled, but uh, did not go completely under. Hmm. Interesting. What's that? Very interesting. Yeah. I had to light my shit. Just, just got a propane torch or he's losing it as a lighter. There we go, bitches. Lighting his cigar and possibly <laughs> some of his eyebrow. But, uh. <laughs> yeah, so this is. Like I said, right now it's nice. Cool, but it's not cold. Like I said, every now and then you get grips in the tree, but the rain has stopped. Like I said, it would. <laughs> like Jeff said, it would. As being a big baby, oh, it's gonna be wet. <laughs> Just like suck it up, we're going. Okay. Okay, get your truck stock, see if I say anything. But, um. Yeah, this is alright. This is an adventure. Now, the last time I was here camping, mm-hmm. I think I was with Steve and Will. No, oh, that was that was an adventure in itself. Yeah, and I poked my eye out. You poked your eye out. Poked my eye out. That was a bad trip. Uh, we did find some prints. Not here, but across the way. Over in uh, Connecticut Hill, we found prints. We took, I think we took pictures, if I remember correctly. Um, and uh, what else did we do? Uh, oh, at night. Now, we all had been drinking, and I needed a drink because my eye was fucking killing me. Oh, yeah. So, I could swear about two or three in the morning I heard whistling. Now, there's no creatures around here that whistle other than people. Right. We're in the middle of fucking nowhere, and they were both out cold. (laughs) So, I'm pretty damn sure that uh, there was something out here. I mean, more than, you know, I heard whistling of, like, whistle over there, and then a couple clicks away to be another whistle, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like something was signaling. And uh, that's another uh, Sasquatch uh, Bigfoot trait. People reported, you know, these things will whistle. Whistle. Back and forth. Uh, they'll use tree knocks, which we'll do a little bit later, um, to communicate over distances. Um, <clears throat> there's also been, you know, Indians... And some researchers go with this too, that the Sasquatch can mimic other animals in the forest. Now, again, 
we don't know. I mean, no one's actually saw right. a, a Bigfoot, you know, making the sound of a crow. We, we don't know that. That's speculation. But that comes from Indian legend and what, uh, you know, uh, people think because they, they saw a Sasquatch. And then uh, before they saw a Sasquatch, they heard noises that were attributed to a different animal. Okay. And then they see, you know, a Sasquatch. So I think that, I don't know if there's any validity to that or any truth. Um, but uh, that is the one of the, the thoughts on it. I'm not sold on it. Uh, another thing I'm not sold on is a lot of researchers think that they migrate. They're a migration species. Right, I've read that a lot. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not sold on that. I just don't, uh, I don't see where the evidence is for that. The evidence I have seen suggests this. If you take the rainfall you know, maps where you, you know, over the years mm -hmm. and, you know, data online now is fabulous for this. You can see what areas in the United States have a lot of rainfall. In those same areas, and you take an overlay of Sasquatch Bigfoot reports, sightings, they are clustered in the same spots that there's a lot of rainfall. That makes so sense. the more rainfall there is, which is more vegetation, more possible food sources, the higher the rate of Sasquatch per square mile is, right. which makes sense to me. Now that is something that's data that you can actually measure. The right. whole migration thing is another thing you just, to me, you can't measure that. How do you, how do you, how do you come to that conclusion? You know, what's, what's the basis for that? You know? Yeah. yeah I, guess. <laughs> I guess from that standpoint, it's a lot like ghost hunting, you know, a lot of people got theories, but how do they really nailed down that theory with yeah. how do you what's available. That, yeah, how do you get to that point, you know, and that equation to justify, you know, what you're, what you're suggesting. We're going to try and burn some wet wood, too. <laughs> right. And this wasn't wet yesterday or Friday when I was here. Okay. This was actually nice, dry. This all the wood that I had gathered years ago that was still here. <laughs> <coughs> We do have a lot of dry wood, we'll be alright, but I figured well since we're here, we'll try some of our stuff that we had uh, seasoned. Seasoned. Seasoned wood. Alright, so let's let's see what's going on in the outside world. No wait, there's more Bigfoot stuff. Oh there's more Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Alright, all right. we all do Bigfoot. There's lots of Bigfoot stuff. I can talk all day about Bigfoot. Well, let's talk about some more. Yeah, we gotta talk more about Bigfoot. So but we'll worry on the migration thing. Migration. Right? All right. So that's the, the big thing now is this whole migration uh, malarkey. And, you know, and I'm not trying to be mean to other researchers. I just don't see the evidence for it, as I said. Um, what's interesting is ape species. Mm-hmm. Uh, gorillas and that kind of thing. Um, they will make, sometimes, different little structures. Say, hey... I'm a, I'm a big bad ape, you know, yep. do that. and they'll make a structure saying, hey, this ape lives here, that kind of thing. But one thing you're going to see about Sasquatch, and I've seen this myself, are these structures in woods. <coughs> right. They, they take and make these intricate tree structures, um, and, you know, you can see in a lot of these where uh, the trees aren't from that area, meaning they were brought and put there. there to make the structure and you can see where they were twisted and mm -hmm. snapped 
instead of you know instead of like natural break right uh, you see this all the time those are fascinating and they're gig these things are gigantic I mean these logs are huge in a lot of these cases uh, you know people can't and it's in, you're in the middle of a forest where no one ever goes right why would anyone put that there okay? right now we don't know again speculation we don't know if it's there to say hey I'm a big bad ache you know Sasquatch this is my area we don't know that what it means or if it's a a sign to other Sasquatches that may roam through the area. Hey, you know, big badass Sasquatches here at one point, and I went this direction. We don't know, you know, what these structures. Yeah, mean. we don't know what they mean. Yeah, so. mentally and that kind of thing. Um, another thing. This is not. I don't think it's new, but it's well unknown in the Sasquatch field. Mm -hmm. And these things are amazing, and I have video of this, and uh, we will have to put some of the videos links to this. On our webpage, um, but gigantic TP structures, literally in the middle of the you know uh, out west forest, middle of nowhere. I mean, literally, those forests are gigantic. Those national right. forests, of course, they're huge. Okay, and these gigantic TP structures in the middle of nowhere that are just—I mean, like twice the size of normal TP—and you can see where, you know, way up, like 12 feet up, something that was tying. Mm -hmm. And putting this stuff together, and again, this is literally you know miles and miles of hiking in in the middle of nowhere, and you wouldn't even know it's there unless you stumbled upon it, right? You know, type of thing. And a bunch of these have been found. We don't know who builds them. We don't know how they got there. We don't know when they were built. Some of them are in pre-construction. It's just fascinating, you know. They're obviously structures. They're right. being made for something very large to go inside of. Um, so that's that's a cool thing uh, you should check out sometime when you have this uh, Sasquatch TP. Do it on YouTube. Well, I've seen that. I've seen like up. structures. I've seen the <coughs> like I think the ones I've seen, uh, someone's on like a tree and they just twisted it. Yeah. And it's all shredded. I mean, it's still intact, but it was like really bizarre. It was like and it was it wasn't just like a small tree. It was it was a good sized tree. Something had the strength to twist it like a straw and split it, splinter it all open. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's nuts. That is nuts. You know, um, another thing, and here's the great thing, uh, and this is what I love about the reports in New York State. This mm -hmm. happens a lot in New York State. Um, there is a place uh, not that far from here, maybe three hours. Uh, actually, from where we are, it's probably four hours. Our house is about three, four hours, but maybe five hours from here. Um, and, oh, I always forget the name of it. It's Points. It's Points in its name. Sabbath Day Point. Okay. It's on one of the lakes, and I, I don't remember which lake. I do apologize. It's one of the big lakes. I really wouldn't know if they, I said the name. <coughs> if you looked up on your phone, Sabbath Day Point will tell you exactly where it was, which we will do as we're standing here. Okay. Sabbath Day Point has a lot of sightings for New York State. And uh, people, there's a lot of hiking. You know, it's a national forest, or a state forest, I'm sorry. It's all state land. You know, it's huge state land. This is part of the Adirondack region. Okay. Okay? So, Sabbath Day Point. Um, what people have found at Sabbath Day Point, and one of the, the biggest uh, reports you get, is they feel like they're being watched along these very remote hiking trails. 
And what happens is some of them are reported having stones thrown at them. Mm -hmm. Okay, now, I don't know if you're familiar with stone throwing, but there's only two species on the planet that can throw stones. Did you know that? I did not. Yes, it's mankind and, of course, apes. Right. Um, Lake George, sorry. Lake George. Okay. Okay, so that's not that far. Uh, but yeah, so that's it. That's it. So, unless there's an ape species, ape. a regular normal ape species living in the Adirondack region of New York State that can throw, you know, that are throwing stones, that's the only explanation. Other than humans fucking around with people in the middle of nowhere. All right. But this happens so often in such remote areas, it just is illogical. In fact, you were watching a, uh, a documentary today, I think, or a clip of it. Yeah, yeah. All right, in Connecticut Hill, which is across the road. Across the road. So maybe, what, two miles from here. Yeah. Um, you saw in the video of something being thrown, and yeah. you can hear it crash through the trees. You can hear it crash through the trees. You know, so that is a very common Sasquatch response. Indians report us many, many over the years. You know, lots of Indian legends or stories about, I was out in my, my canoe, we were fishing, Mm-hmm. And this is modern day uh, on the Indian reservations. We'll talk about this of boulders being chucked, boulders being chucked boulders, into the yeah. water next to the boat to scare off the fishermen and hearing the screams. They don't always see it, but they know it's there. They're being warned to get the hell out of the area. This is my area. You know, this is how they let you know. Apes mm-hmm. do the same things. This is our area. Get the hell out. Um, territorial. Territor- very territorial. You know, so uh, Sasquatch does that as well. Um, and that, I don't think is, you know, uh, a jump. To me, that's something, so many reports of it, I take right. that as face value. That these things chuck stones. And not just here in New York State, all out west, Oregon, Washington, California, <coughs> Ohio, which is, a lot of people don't realize, Ohio, Ohio actually has more sightings than I think every state but Washington. I think Washington is the most. And then Oregon, and then I think California. I think Florida's got a lot of sightseeing, too, actually. Florida's right in there. But Ohio's huge. Um, and western Pennsylvania, that leads in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Again, lots and lots of sightings. Lots of sightings. Canada has them, too. What's right? that? Canada? Oh, Canada. Yep. Yeah. Shit. But remember, Canada... Well, you know, Canada, you got Washington. Right. And you got right. Canada. Okay, so you got the, the border there. But, uh, and, you know, Oregon and all that... But the thing with uh, Canada is you have a much lower population density. So right. you don't have as many people out in the woods interacting. Interacting, and, you know. Coming across them. You're, exactly. You know, invading on their uh, natural habitat. See, look at that. I was actually burning. Look at that. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> so you've heard the howls. I've heard screams. And screams, I, the whistling. I don't even know if you can call it a scream. I don't... I couldn't even begin to mimic it. If you go to... Uh, there's a website... Uh, <laughs> I think it's OregonBigfoot.com or something mm-hmm. of that nature. It's out of Oregon. It's the only website that has They actually have <coughs> audio recordings and probably the most extensive list I've seen of reported Sasquatches, and there's more than one clip on there. They all sound very similar, obviously, but there's one clip on there that is to the T, 
I think it's the second to the last one or something. Uh-huh. That is exactly what I heard. Ex- exactly. In fact, if we bring it up on our phone, we can probably play it. Ooh. Let's see an audience. I didn't Ooh. think about that. Let's see if we can find that. You can chipper jabber for a few minutes. I can't. I can't because, uh, yeah, because getting ready for this trip, I was, I was, uh, started with the Alpine area and, um, Came across some of your buddies and uh, the one clippet, they're in a field and uh, this girl goes up to the edge of the field and lets loose the <laughs> Bigfoot Becky. yelp or howl Becky yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, within moments, just moments of her doing that, you can hear something or someone crashing through the woods. You hear branches breaking and all this craziness. and. The guys are all running to get back into the center of the field away from the wood line. And she's just standing there just challenging this thing to come on. So that was always funny. And then uh, I said Canada because there was a, a documentary. There was a cabin. And I don't think it was a research area, but there was a cabin. And uh, there have been reported sightings and things like that. And, um, and I guess the cabin was broken into, they fell. And it was... And this part that I have to have a hard time was that they felt that it was a, a Sasquatch or Bigfoot had broken into the cabin and trashed the place. But to me, it didn't look like there was enough damage for it to be a Sasquatch. I'm thinking, you know, 800-pound gorilla, you let it, you know, when it trashes something, it trashes something. So, but, uh, yeah, so, but the, uh, so they, they set up camp there again. To try to get a to try to check it out, and uh, that night they uh, we were talking about the stones being thrown, and they could hear rocks being thrown on the roof. They could hear them hitting the roof and rolling down and stuff, and and uh, you know they were checking to see if anyone was out there screwing with them. And but uh, in the morning they got up on the roof and there were these probably you know softball-sized rocks up in the up in the roof in the gutters where they've been thrown. So that's that's. It's interesting that, you know, the creatures take that approach to get people out. Alright, so we got people talking, but I don't think we could hear that. That was not a good example. Well, it was a good example. It was a good example, but, but you couldn't really hear well. They don't... It, it isn't what you would think... I think people have a, a, a preconception of what they think a Bigfoot sounds like. And I, oh, yeah. in the ones I've heard, it doesn't sound like it. Um, there's one that we play at the start of our show all the time. Um, but these are very eerie type howls and yells and screams and I'm just trying to find more of the yelling for us let's listen to this recording from back in 1994 that is said to be a recording of a Bigfoot's mournful Actually, I don't know why I'm doing this, but in the beginning of the show, folks, and at the end of the show... We do it all the time. Yeah, the sound that is played on our show is the actual what I heard. 
That is exactly there. to a T. That is the one. So instead of doing that, that was really asinine. I didn't even think about That's it. That's all right. We do asinine. We do it well. We do asinine. We do asinine well. So if you want to know what I heard, just listen to that. And there's no way to describe that sound. You have to hear it. Oh, yeah. And you can imagine yourself. Here I am. I'm a grown man. I got my family with me. I, you know, I took the kids. You know, I think Connor was like three years old. Connor, uh, Keegan might have been eight, seven or eight years old. You know, I'm, I told him it was a Bigfoot, you know, investigation. You know, getting the kids all <laughs> gunned up for it. And uh, I honestly didn't expect anything to happen. I, re right. I really didn't. My, my audio recorder was still in my truck. You know, all that stuff. My advanced hearing was all in the truck. Everything was still in there. So it was late at night. And uh, some things did happen after the kids went to bed. Me and Heather were sitting around the fire. And, uh, you know, we brought one dog with us, Moonshine, and she was foaming at the mouth and running between us because we were both on one side <laughs> of the fire. It freaked out Heather so bad she actually moved her chair on my side of the fire because I actually had the shotgun. <laughs> and uh, it was these, uh, what it was was this, this howling. Um, and it was coming from all over the forest, meaning like it was like there was one you know, to the north of us, there was one to the south, one mm -hmm. to the east. They were, they were talking back and forth what these things were. Right. And for all I know, it could have been some kind of weird fucking owl. You know, I, well, I don't right. know. You know, and that's what I, I just figured, well, that was kind of cool. That went on for about 30 minutes and it stopped. So about 11 o'clock, we turned in and uh, it was fine until about 2 o'clock in the morning. And that's when this shit literally hit the fan. I woke up to the most ungodly noise that you hear in the beginning of the show, at the end of the show, of every show of ours. That's what I heard. And it was, it, you could actually hear, even though it seemed like it was a mile away, it would vibrate in your chat. I, it's hard to explain to people. And I could hear the coyotes, you know, screaming back at this thing. And this thing was so different than the coyotes. It was night and day. So much more powerful, such a different tone. Right. And it, it just ricocheted off the mountains, you know, that we were in. It just, from top to top. And I was scared out of my effing mind. Okay. I had a fully loaded 16 gauge next to me and it gave me no comfort whatsoever. In fact, I had literally was thinking there in fear I should leave everything, grab the kids and her, throw them in the vehicle with the dog and drive out of there. We were, like, we were 10 times more remote than we are right now. Right. And driving out of there like a bat out of hell would have been like an idiot move. Um, and I calmed myself down enough not to do that. What I did do was get the gun. Build it back up the fire and sat out in that chair with the you know my shotgun mm -hmm. is scraped across me, just waiting, just waiting, just waiting. and uh, I fell asleep in the chair. I think I fell asleep because uh, they woke up and I was still in the chair with the gun. Uh, but we left that day. I said, you know what? That was a good <laughs> time. We're gone. We're, <laughs> We're out of here. here. Uh, and that was the uh, the end of the uh, the campout. But that is a true story. And uh, that was my encounter when I knew that, uh, for me, I wasn't trying to prove it to anybody else, and, I, and right. that's not my goal at all. Right. Um, I know it's real. I experienced a vocalization um, that matches nothing. You know, that we've taken, not me, uh, other researchers, uh, serious scientists uh, in the field have taken these auto recordings. Um, there is software out there that are readily available today where you can match uh, the different tones and and the different structure of the uh, of the feedback and you know all kinds of things and you try to match it to any known species and another thing these recordings don't match anything known that's out there nothing even close huh. you know which is just fascinating in itself 
Right. So we have the DNA samples from the hair that we know that there's... There's coyotes going off soon. There's no something else that we can't identify. We have dermal ridges. Uh-huh. Can't identify. Okay. And now we have the audio recordings that, again, don't match anything that's known. It's just really quite fascinating. Hmm. Can you hear the coyotes? Yeah, I heard them. Yeah. So... Yeah. That would be really kind of cool, actually. That would be cool. It'd, it'd be a little scary, but since we're fucking stuck here. But. We're stuck here. <laughs> we got hard liquor and hard weapons. We're good. So, yeah, this is... This is the, uh, this is the place. Jeff is... All right, all right. This is a, this is this is where things get get, get get crazy. Well, I figured I'll burn up as much as this wet wood as we can. Yeah. Later, later tonight, when shit gets hairy, we got good wood. Good wood. <laughs> good wood for good fire. But <laughs> all right, we're back on the show. All right, we are on. We're on. So, where do we leave off? What are we talking about? Stone throwing stones. 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 Throwing stones. Yeah. So, we, we know uh, that these things, uh, at least we, we think that these things do that as well, based on the reports. Um, another thing about these things is, uh, I was watching the video tonight, uh, and this, this stuff was pretty cool. There's this guy who owns all this property, uh, and I want to say it's uh, in the southwest or southeast United States. And for years, like ten years, this guy he saw something on his property. It was bullets down in the mm-hmm. beginning. All right, it, it was Bigfoot. So he set up all these trail camps, not the expensive ones, but what he could afford. Right. And um, video ones. So they're constantly recording video. This guy sits there every day and goes through hours and hours and hours of all these different oh my videos. God. Yeah. Like you know from oh, you, yeah. know, oh, yeah. you know, ghost investigations how intense that can be. Imagine doing that like like two or three times a week Ugh. nonstop. This guy is just like gun ho about it. Um, just because he know what he saw and he wants to prove it to people, you're like, it's not bullshit. Right. These things exist. So he got some amazing footage. He got one, and it's blurry, but, you know, he doesn't have money to spend on night vision cameras and shit, so what you're seeing is what he could afford. This thing is on all fours, and it's it's obviously quite large, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It's not a bear. Um, You can see the the dome. There's a Sasquatch dome of the head, and, you know, it's got that little bit of point to it. Um, you can you can see the straight back like you would have in a gorilla. Okay. Okay. Um, where a bear's got more of a curvature to a bear. If you like took right. a video and watched a bear, a bear's got more of a curve to it. And of course, you have the snout at the end. Uh, this thing to having of that, uh, having very straight back. So that video was pretty cool. Um, then he had a video of you could see a guy. Plain as day. This guy comes right into one of the cameras. He looks at the camera, and he continues. He doesn't know the camera's there. <laughs> all right, and he's an illegal hunter. Oh, geez. Hunting on this guy's property. Yeah. And he doesn't have a gun. 
but you you saw a tag or something on the back, so you know it's a hunter. And he's chasing after something. It looks like you know he's he's hunting something. It's just you don't see a gun. Right. And you're like, all right, what the hell is this guy going on after? So he gets picked up at another point by one of the other cameras, cameras. on the property. A couple seconds goes by, he runs by, and then all of a sudden you see him hightailing it out of there. He's <laughs> running the fuck out of there. I mean, at a good pace, he's would something happened. He's getting the fuck off the Fucking property. Out. And it's starting to turn twilight, you know, in the morning mm-hmm. starting to come. So it's getting better picture. Seconds before, on that same camera, there's something where the guy's like, there's a creek bed, and this, this guy's running through the field, right. and then he runs back out. There's something in the creek bed, and it comes into view, and I didn't even see it the first time. I saw it, you know, like right. when he rewatched, I'm like, what the hell is that? And it stops, it's looking up into the field. It's a humanoid shape. Right. But it's not a human. I you, I could tell that. Right. And then, I think for a minute, it gets down on all fours and gets back up and starts moving like a human out. So, it knows where this hunter guy is. This hunter guy must have caught a glimpse of it. Yeah. Chased it. And whatever reason, got scared off by it. Chased it, yeah. You know, but this thing, what it did was, it showed patience. It was hunting the hunter. Oh yeah, and but not in a a, a way where it's gonna hurt the guy. I don't think, but like, I'll be patient. You know, I'll just hide right out of his view. Mm. And uh, the creature exited, not the way the hunter went or the way the hunter left, but in a completely opposite direction. Mm. So the creature moved itself away. You know, from right using you know smarts. It, you knew it was able to determine quite easily where the human was going to be. Right. And it watched, it watched the I mean, it, to me, it was just a fascinating video. Um, I'll have to find a link for that and put that up. You're getting a lot of smoke, aren't you? Yeah, but this is the best place to sit. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be someplace level, so I'm not like Will and falling over out of the chair and stuff. You want to trade yeah. me? I can sit there and. No, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> so. Um, I think the the thing I was saying about these things is that they're not dumb. Or these creatures are highly intelligent. I don't think they you are. Know. You you got to be, like I said, they've been off the radar forever. Yeah. Forever. That that that's not an accident. They know how to avoid human beings in okay. most cases. Um, they do not. At least on the East Coast, they don't. They're not. What I can tell, they're not aggressive. Um, the only thing that makes me pause on that is um, David Spadilitis, Sp- 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 the guy that wrote that book for 411, and then uh, there was another couple books he wrote. Oh, right, yeah, okay. uh, about the national parks. Right, and it's right here in New York State as well of uh, all the uh, disappearances. Yeah, of people and how. You know, what I, what I found fascinating from his research was to find out that, you know, like a national park, national forestry, okay, it's uh, subjective to the uh, Freedom of Information Act right. or request. So he filed a Freedom of Information request with the National Forest, Forestry asking for a list of all the missing people in national forest for like 30 or 40 years, whatever it was. They sent him back a bill saying, well, if we continue with this, 
it, it was like a, it was something like a million dollars. It was a crazy amount of money. They wanted a million dollars to do the search, which is what they do when they don't want to release something. Right. Um, claiming they didn't keep the records on hand and they do all, anyway, it's all bullshit. <coughs> which tells me that a um, they don't want that information out there. Whether they don't want to scare people away from the national parks. Because they're already well, hurting they, for money. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. You know, I, that's the only thing I could I could think of. Um, but the alarming cases of missing children in the state forest is what I found, and I think he did as well, the most mm-hmm. scary aspect. You know, when mom and dad are 100 yards or 20 yards away and Junior ends up missing, you know, and they bring in, you know, 400 people and helicopters and dog yeah, traffic, the dogs sniffing dogs and all that crap and they can't find a kid and he was just there you know literally 10 minutes ago what what the hell happened where did the kid go and this happens way more than people realize it's really quite scary um a lot of these cases never solved um the bodies are never found sometimes a piece of clothing may be found see that's the thing that's that's what i'm saying you know, and we talked about that before, about the missing kids and missing people, and, you know, and it's just like they, they vanished, they're gone. Yeah, right off the, right off the screen. Man. You know, just, just like the, just like the Sasquatch himself, it just, there's no trace, there's no evidence, there's nothing left, there's, you know, a footprint, some fur maybe, but overall, this, this thing is definitely, you know, they joke about it, but this guy is definitely the hide-and-seek champion yeah. so of all time. exactly what I was going to say. That's you know? Um, I know we talked about that on the show, and, and you know the, the the things you don't think about. Like I used to go camp with my folks all the time. Right. You know we used to go to Bowman Lake State Park, and you know those kind of things. And I'd go out in the woods. I'd, I'd run away from the campsite and go out in the woods, explore, and you know have myself a grand old time and see what I could find. And you just. You, you, crazy, because, I mean, I just didn't wander a hundred, couple hundred, I mean, I went out in the woods and explored. Right. And looked around, and, you know, I had my BB gun, had my BB gun, I always had my BB gun. That's probably where the whole gun thing comes from. Had my BB gun, and I'm out there, and, you know, and I was 12, 13, 11. I could have been adopted by a Sasquatch. You could have been. Or, or dinner. Adopted or dinner. Well, you, that's, a, that's the thing. I do don't you think know. It's, do you think it's dinner or do you think they're adopting these kids? I, I, I unfortunately think it's the dinner. latter. Yeah, dinner? Dinner. I, dinner. I have a nasty feeling about that. Easy prey. You huh. know, and that's where the legend, well, true. the legend that's of Boogeyman true. comes from. This I don't. A lot of people don't realize. Where you, you think of the legend of Boogeyman? Huh? Where's the legend of Boogeyman come from? It comes from the south, all right. And it was about these. Uh, you would be warned not to go in the woods at night, kids, right. and stay out at night because the Boogeyman will get you. The yep. Boogeyman was Sasquatch. That's what the fucking Boogeyman was. You know, <laughs> it was Bigfoot. It was just a different name for it back then. But that. Uh, but that goes back to Indian legend, where, you know, uh, children were always warned, you know, to stay in groups, don't go on there off alone, you know, uh, Skookum, uh, another name for Bigfoot, yep. you know, the hairy giant, 
would get you. Um, and yeah, I mean, and all through Indian legend, it talks about how Sasquatch would steal their women and their children. Uh, the women part, I don't understand why, but uh, you know, I don't know. You know, God knows. You know, but uh, Bigfoot nookie could be. Who knows? Let <laughs> me <laughs> tell you, someone was videotaping. You know, just up at the casino the last couple of days. They would have seen seen a similar. <laughs> they would have seen a similar scene. They would have thought they'd seen Bigfoot kidnapping some young short girl and violating her. But that's a whole nother story for a whole nother show that we're not going to go into on this episode. Yeah, I don't know if we should talk about that. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, yeah. But it would have looked like it, let me tell you. Beauty and the Beast type thing, let me tell you. There's no doubt about that. But, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, I, I and you would, see, and that's, and I know we talked about the fact that, you know, researchers don't want to get their name attached to things, and, but with today's level of technology and what they can do, I would think there would be a little more advancement in this area. You know, being able to map things and heat signatures and, you know, being able to tell the, there's an opening someplace or a cave or, I don't know. I just, maybe they just don't want to devote resources to it, but I would think we're getting to a point that technology's got to be helping us out with this at some point. Well, and I, I agree with you. I, I, it, it's a money thing, I think, to be honest with you. <clears throat> you know, everything comes down to the whole mighty dollar. But who's going to pay for it all? Um, boy, that's a hell of a fire right now. That's a nice fire going right now. <laughs> it's very heatful. You know, and the, it, I... I blame the scientific community just a little bit uh, because it, we pointed out the evidence there is. Um, that should be enough to compel people to say, you know what, maybe there's something to this. And at least give it some thought. Put some effort into it and just instead of just dismissing it. And yeah, I think I mean, that happens so often. Um, what you have right now is a field of amateurs. Everybody that's a Sasquatch hunter, other than a handful, literally one hand, on one hand, you know, people with PhDs, one hand, that are in this field. Everybody else is an amateur, okay? And just because they're PhDs doesn't mean they're an expert, but it gives them the uh, credence of the scientific right. world, you know, and that's huge. And But in, you know, some of these PhDs said, you know what, this, we could probably have a final answer to this within two years if the scientific community got involved. Right. Had re and gave us the resources, <coughs> we can solve this. But right now, you have amateurs who are doing a great job, you know, what they're doing, but they're amateurs. Right. You know, so this is going to drag on, maybe even for decades, unfortunately. Um, oh, and the guy that took the videos, right? Uh -huh. um, he is dead set, and now I'm not a, a proponent of this, but I think he's been made fun of so much uh, in town right. and that kind of thing that... He actually has posted picture of his wheelbarrow, his gun, and the Smithsonian, the Smithsonian Institute. I can't say oh, it. Smithsonian? Yeah, thank you. And uh, he is literally, when he gets one, as he puts it, 
he kills one, he's gonna chop up the body so it'll fit in the wheelbarrow, and he's wheelbarrowed it into the Smithsonian Institute. Nice. Uh, when they're open, That's he's nice. gonna knock open the not front nice, door. And here you go. Here's your proof, motherfuckers. Well, you know, see here. <laughs> see here's where. Here's where I wake up after four hours of sleep and can't get back to sleep thinking about weird shit. <laughs> so, you know, this is obviously a living, sentient creature. May not be intelligence that we understand, but this is, this is another, another living thing. You know, you can't come up with just the attitude to, to kill it. You know, I mean, obviously going to protect yourself and due to the severe lack of communication between you and whatever this thing is right there's obviously going to be a huge misunderstanding when it shows up anywhere near you and us being human we're going to you know revert to human nature and we're just going to you know protect ourselves and you know shoot first ask questions later yep you know and I think I would have a problem after the fact. I would feel bad after the fact. Like if I shot another human in self-defense, right. I wouldn't care. Right. Like I would not lose a moment of sleep shooting some scumbag that was threatening me. Because right. I would, I would know. I would know. There would be no doubt in my mind that he was threatening me. Right. Right. But this thing you don't know, and you just so. But I was thinking, so these things can be anywhere from 8 to what, 12, 15 feet tall? Yeah. They can be big. They're real big. Yeah. You know, pushing or exceeding 1,000 pounds. They've got to be, it's got to be like looking looking at the Hulk. Yeah. Well, one, one eyewitness told me face-to-face, -face, a gentleman I've known for a long time, um, who would never breathe the word of this unless he knew mm -hmm. until he found out I investigated. Um, he is a grizzly bear hunter. He's helped. I gotta be careful what I say because I want to go away who this is because once I tell this information, people will be, know exactly who this is. They researched it. Um, let's say this. He's uh, stuffed grizzly bears. So I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Um, so he, this guy, salt of the earth guy, all right, he knows right. he knows bears. Okay, well, I'm gonna leave it at that. <coughs> I don't, don't want to give him away who it is. He knows bears like the back of his hand. Okay, uh -huh. and very well documented, for that matter. Um, he was uh, doing some work for me, and he was on the way home from this work. Uh, that was in another state, and he was traveling back. It was in winter time. His wife was with him. It was about 1 a.m. in the morning. Um, it was uh, it was a, a, not a highway, but like a main road. Mm -hmm. And they were getting off that, and they took a, a ramp, and they were stopping at this town to, you know, to use to head, get some food. And uh, as they're going up this ramp, it's going around a curve, so it kind of goes up in the middle of nowhere, basically, kind of thing. Uh, all of a sudden, he almost slams on the brakes, because something's crossing the road right from me to that tree. That's how close he was to the front okay. of the truck, so he hit the brakes. And he said, Jeff, it was at least eight foot tall, if not ten. 
And as it walked in front of this truck, his high beams are on it, and his jaw is hitting the ground. It never looked at the truck. It's, it was face was turned this way, so he could see the ears, and he could see the the hands, and he could see this palm uh-huh. when it went by, and he see the back of this hand, and he saw this part of the body. And Shoulder and arm, yeah. It went up this embankment, and the embankment was like a 90 degree embankment. It didn't get on all fours. It just powered itself up by its legs right as it crossed the road and he could see the back muscles just rippling on this thing just rippling back muscles and there was little hair on the ears on the earlobes he could see the ears and there was hair on the back of the hands but the palm on the other hand that he could see didn't have any hair these are the little details this guy's recording right he's going to observe this person obviously very observant. All right, but he said the muscles in the legs and the back. You know, if you take, you could take Arnold Schwarzenegger. You could take the guy Lou Ferrigno played the Incredible Hulk. Right. These guys look like midgets compared to this thing. What he said, you look like midgets. I don't care who you put up. This thing was just gigantic. He goes from shoulder to shoulder. It was at least four feet. You know, in, in right. size, it was just four at least. It's not five, <coughs> and just packed full of muscle. And he thought he was losing his fucking mind. Yeah. Because he couldn't comprehend in his mind what he was seeing. There was no place for his mind to go. All his years of experience in the woods of what he was seeing. His wife is sitting next to him and goes, and he said to her, he goes, oh my God, you're not going to believe what I just saw. And she goes, I saw it too. I saw it too. And they both saw a Sasquatch together. Two non-believers. One very experienced in the woods. Mm-hmm. Whole life. Grizzly bear hunter, no idea, but he just saw a Sasquatch. That's crazy. Mind and life-changing event. Because people can't wrap their minds around something when they see it for the first time, something that they don't think exists, and all of a sudden their version of reality comes crashing down. And the moon is coming out, look at that. Moon is coming out. <coughs> Very pretty. When you see it kind of through the trees, tree tops. Oh, see now that's bullshit. That's like a full size moon. It's a full moon. Oh, perfect. Oh, Jesus, dude, this shit. is getting spooky shit. We're worried about Sasquatch. <laughs> fucking werewolves. Fucking now. werewolves and he's fucking taking our shit. I don't shit. have any silver bolts, do you? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't bring the silver bolts with me. Well, I know I don't die yet. That's well, okay. That's my only thing. I know yeah, I, I, I don't die for a long time, so. Good time to go. Every psychic told me that. I'm. I'm I'm around for a long. You may die. I'm gonna run like a motherfucker. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate it. <laughs> in fact, but but I knew that. I knew that coming in. Holy shit! And this I, is like a bad movie. It is a bad movie. It is a bad, bad, bad movie. <laughs> um, Jesus, I ain't sleeping. I ain't getting no sleep. You can't tonight. make this shit up. You just can't um, make this shit up. Yeah, full moon coming up. Broken <laughs> down truck. Probably in the middle of the woods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. See, the thing with a Sasquatch, I mean, obviously, you're going to be scared shitless. So, but if you do have the presence of mind, I would think you would, most people say, you know, you know, shoot him right in the chest. But I'm thinking you don't want to kneecap this thing. Yeah, handicap him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. One of his greatest, I, from what we understand from the reports, one of his greatest abilities is speed. Uh, 
fix my strap. And uh, kneecap him. If you can, if you get a shot off, take him out the knee, slow him down at least. But uh, I still would feel bad. Well, um, hunters who have been in close, uh, uh, you know, close to these things uh, have been armed and uh, had them in their scopes, didn't pull a trigger because through their scope, they said they look so human. You know, the face, you know, there's hair on the face, but the eyes, there's an yeah. intelligence in the eyes. Uh, their mouths are bigger. Um, their nose is slightly bigger, but not out of proportion. Right. They have ears. It just, to them, it looks so human that what if, you know, one hunter said this, he said, you know, if I shot the thing and they did DNA testing and they found out that it's more humanoid than anything, I could be charged with murder. And he, you know what? He's probably right. If they determined the thing was human or close enough to be human, <coughs> guess what? You just murdered something or somebody. <coughs> you know, wrap your head around that, you know. Out west. Yeah, I mean, from a distance in a scope, I would. I couldn't see pulling. The I mean, I'm thinking about, you know, you're close enough that you think you can get raped or eaten. <laughs> raped or eaten. You know, not necessarily in that order, but uh, yeah, I don't feel bad. But hey, oh, that moon's out. No, that's good. That's good. Oh man. This is just, this is just gonna... It's got this, the, this, the clouds are going this, by, just look at the goddamn movies. This, this may be the last broadcast, this may be our last. If you find this recording, I'm Anvil, he's Jeff, it's Let's Talk It All. We were killed by something out in these woods. Um, but there has been, I mean... Okay, we, we've been talking about sightings and evidence. Has there been bona fide verified attacks on people? In Sasquatch? Yeah. Well, Indian legend. Well, Indian yeah. legend, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, uh, there's the one guy out in Oregon or someplace says he was raped by Sasquatch, but I'm not <laughs> yeah, putting a lot of validity in that one. But, um... Teddy Roosevelt wrote in his book about the Sasquatch attack. Not to him, but to two trappers. Which I've talked about in the show before. I right. related the whole story, um, and that, that you know, uh, was it Davy Crockett? The Davy Crockett, I said. I think it was Davy Crockett. Shot a Sasquatch, uh, killed one, claimed to anyway. It was a Daniel Boone. Daniel Boone or Davy Dan Crockett? I can't Daniel remember. Boone. I say it's Daniel Boone. Uh, Daniel Boone, I think. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, no, I'll definitely yes. Uh, there were miners. Um, you may have re, you know, talked about this earlier. There were miners uh, uh, on Mount St. Helens uh, back in the 30s or 40s, uh -huh. and they had their camp set up. And long story short, uh, they were followed, and they could feel being watched, and all this other business. And one guy was down at uh, along the, the cliff, and they saw one of these things, and they shot it, and it fell over the cliff. And, you know, obviously died. And uh, he went back to camp, and he told the other miners what happened. Uh, they went to bed that night, and they were attacked. The whole damn thing. There, boulders were being thrown yeah, at it. That's, that's the other thing. Yeah. You know, you might get one, but if they actually travel in groups or 
exist in the community, you know you're opening yourself up for a whole lot of whoop ass. No, these uh, I would say, uh, in my in my, you know, I've right. I've seen enough reports where people seen multiple Sasquatches together. So I would assume uh, that they do indeed move as a group. Um, I don't, you know, we don't know how that structure is. You know how that operates. We don't know, uh, but uh, yes, I think there's some validity to the idea that or uh, <coughs> some kind of family structure. I mean, someone needs to approach like Bill Gates or someone with this and say, "Hey, Bill, toss us a couple <laughs> million so we can do this right and find uh, this know, out." I will do that. I will contact you. Contact Bill Gates. Gates. You, you like writing letters yeah. to people. I do. I do. Um, Tell funny me you should say writing letters to well, people. Well, yes, because we talked about it. Okay, the moon's back out, so we're... Yeah, this is just too funny. Anyways, uh, letters. Yeah, uh, well, you remember I wrote all those letters to the uh, to people right. uh, that I think were part of Majestic 12 or, right. or at one time. Any well, replies back? Well, no, but uh, Admiral, former Admiral Bobby Inman, okay, who was I think Majestic number one or number two, uh, at some point, uh, he is now the director and chair and other crap of this company that uh, invests in new technologies. Uh, He's eighty-five years old. Right. Um, I can't find anything about the company other than their phone number. So one of my plans on vacation is to call Mr. Hey, call Bobby the phone number? Then, yeah, I'm going to call him. Say, you don't know me. <laughs> I wrote you that letter. You never responded. So I'm going to hound this guy a little. Great. Uh, you know, he's the, you know, he's the only guy in history that was the assistant director of the CIA and the director of the NSA at the same time. So when he wanted the two agencies to work together and stuff. They had no choice. He would write. Yeah. Memos to himself and approve it. From the director <laughs> of the uh, NSA to the assistant director of the CIA, I think we should do this. Approved. Send it back. Bam! Policy done. That's why I think he was one of the Majestic 12 members because his, he, you know, he was in naval intelligence and then he moved into the CIA and then he was the head of the NSA at the same time. Who does that? What kind of person has that kind of power? And now he has a private company that invests in future technologies. Duh! It's <laughs> alien technology. Any <laughs> idiot knows that. It's alien technology. <laughs> oh shit. So anyway, that's a whole different subject, but we'll talk about that in another show. <clears throat> yeah. But you know, I can contact Bill Gates. Uh, actually, Bill Gates' partner, uh, can't think of his name, but he was the guy that started you know, almost as rich as Bill. Uh huh. He's the one that kept SEGI going, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. He won. He pumped like fifty million dollars in that. I, I think we could do that here with proving one way or the other for sure. This Bigfoot exists. Yeah. That's I quit the casino tomorrow. <laughs> I quit the casino tomorrow and help you, you out. Get with the this money. Project. You do that. I would help you out. That is a full moon. What the motherfucker is going on? All right. <laughs> so, anyways. At least it's not Friday the 13th. We're safe on that end. It's not October 31st, so there's no Halloween. If we do hear a scream tonight, that would be far fucking out. Oh, With yeah, that would be. going on, that would be far fucking out, dude. Far fucking out. <laughs> so we're listening for Sasquatch and or wolves Halloween. Yes. 
We'll definitely hear some coyotes tonight. There's no doubt in my mind about that. But they start later in the morning, you know, early morning. So we'll hear them. We will hear them. It's so quiet in the forest. It is quiet. It's quiet, so any noise makes you like, what was that? What was that? Yeah. And the rain is kind of fucking with us too, because right, you're just, it's not the rain, but the water dropping off the trees, so you hit the floor and it sounds like a footstep. Yeah. Branches breaking. Fire crackling. <laughs> Cell phones ringing. But there was a that was alerts a, alert sounding out there. There was a branch that broke. I don't know if you heard that, but that way. Out that way. Yeah. No joke. I'm gonna get the flashlight. Just now? Yeah. Just now. I thought that was fire crackling. No, that wasn't. Oh, that's why I would die first. <laughs> so Jeff heard a branch break out, out beyond the perimeter. Keep talking, and we can up into two. We can. We can do that. We should do that. So the way up, we were talking about stuff in the car, and other uh, other uh, funny things that happened this week. Uh, our first lady, and we we love our first lady, oh, and she's awesome. I we we her. now officially, she is the best. I I hope she takes advantage it of her position as first lady. Than shit, and I'd like to ball her. And well, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> but I hope she takes advantage and pushes. An agenda for something she wants to accomplish, but she uh, made an impromptu visit to one of the detention facilities in Texas. And uh, as she exited the plane and went to the detention facility, she has on a look like be a little bit, little bit below the waist length jacket with the writing on the back that says, "I don't care." Do you? <laughs> and, and granted, you know, I guess you could say that may not be the best thing to. Well, first of all, these kids probably can't read English, so it don't matter to them. <laughs> but uh, it sent it sent the liberals into a frenzy of how could she wear that jacket? I don't care. Do you? And blah blah. I think the jacket sold out in a matter of minutes. Yep. I'm not even sure where you get it. I don't know if it was a Walmart special. I don't know if it was <laughs> Chanel. I don't know what it was. I don't know where she got it. I don't know if she borrowed it from one of the people on the plane or if it was hers. <laughs> but let me tell you, she made this jacket famous in a matter of moments. Um, but the fact that she would wear it, and I think it was more, I don't think she was saying to the kids, I don't care, but I think she was saying to everyone else, I don't care. That's how I interpreted the statement. What'd you drop, car keys? No, I You got dropped. a string hand out of your pocket. 
I dropped the uh, recording uh -oh. mechanism. Maybe right into the fire. Uh oh. <laughs> well, that's not good. Uh -oh. That would be the topper of the fucking day. For it me. would. I see it. Try it. Yep, it's in there. In the fire? Yep. Is it burning? Hopefully, we can get it out of there in time. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, it's pretty melted. <laughs> oh. Oh no. Okay, well, this has been just a wonderful. This is. <laughs> Not been a good trip. So, <laughs> Jeff had a, Jeff had a, <laughs> fuck, that's unbelievable. So Jeff had a recording device hooked up to his bionic ear, and that, it works. and that, it, it still works. I just got a little cool down, but I think we're going to be all right. <laughs> and it's falling into the fire, and it's half melted on the backside, but, you know, overall, we're good. Uh, I just take my phone out of my pocket, Smoke is killing me. <laughs> Smoke is killing me. Oh. Wow. Unbelievable. Too funny. Well, that's not funny. <laughs> yeah, no. No, that is funny. That's it funny. is funny. It is just typical for us. The way that trip is going, I don't know. Gotta lose this, too. <laughs> <laughs> Take this shit right off before I fucking ruin everything. So, so yeah, First Lady Melania making a fashion statement that put them all out of out of whack, and then uh, Donald signing executive orders, trying to make things right. And I guess he didn't. They were all pissed off about that too. Yeah, they were. Yep. You're gonna make them happy. Just go. You know, they're right. He's. I don't, I don't know. It's, just absolute craziness. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god. It work? still works. It still works? Speak. Yeah, one, two, test, test, check, check, one, two, check. Check, one, two, check, check, one, two. I'm getting static. Oh, well, that could be fire damage. There we go. Aha! All right, just back in business. I'm back in business. Just back in business with his partially melted. I can't believe this thing stopped. Recorder. Hey, that's good, that's good stuff. <laughs> that is, that is good. Holy good, shit. Good, good stuff. <laughs> Probably made in China. Oh my God! Probably made in China. Ugh. Oh, it's Jesus. Jesus, my name is Joseph, and all his carpenter <laughs> friends. <coughs> but uh, all right. Well, we lost the moon again, so that's probably a good thing. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Uh, I think that's. 
We are ending the near ending near the end of June, which means we're coming up on the fourth of July. Yeah, we are. How crazy is that? I mean, this this year is flying by, flying by. Well, spring never we never had. We never really had spring. No, we got kicked out of that this year. Which I did predict it would be a long and nasty winter. No one believed me. Remember last year I said what was going to happen. You did. Yep. You did. Oh, it just kind of lingered. Yeah. It. it was very. It was a very weird spring. It was cold, and then there'd be a few days of warm. Yep. I mean, right back to motherfucking cold after that. So. But uh. Yeah, that's and then it really hasn't been much of a summer yet. That's we've had some hot days. But even, you know, it's supposed to be nice tomorrow, but it's not supposed to get up above 75. Yep. You know, so, and that'll be, you know, end of June, beginning of July. So, so here, here's, so we're talking, we're on this. So I'm driving to work. Yeah. And I'm listening to talk, our talk radio station. And uh, the morning guy, the local guy was talking. And they were talking about the news and the fact that, uh, Thursday or, Thursday or Friday of this past week, uh, New York State Assembly and Senate recessed. Recessed. Yeah. Didn't do anything. Recessed. Recessed. Yep. And I could have sworn. Could have sworn I heard him say they're not due back till January 28th. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> That's six months away. Yeah. Now, do they do that because it's a it's a campaign year? Is it an election year? It's uh, it's midterm elections this year. So yeah, there is some elections. Uh, the governorship is up, I think, in November. Um, and they accomplished a nothing. Congressmen, a couple of they left. They left so much crap on the on the plate. The nothing. they left um, uh, sports gambling. Yep. Which is nothing but pure revenue for the state. Yep. Pure revenue. Um. They proposed legislation to help. Keep the school safe, which I can't say necessarily agree with the legislation. But they left that sitting on the table. Left everything sitting on the table. They didn't get anything decided. No. In fact, they worked a half day. Yeah. Before they quit, they worked a half day and said we can't decide anything. Let's, let's just go home. Well, that's why I keep telling people you got to stop voting for the same people over and over again. They're career politicians. They know how to play the game. They don't want to pass anything because it makes them look like they're they might piss somebody off. So and take any chance. So it's better not to pass anything in an election year. Everyone knows that. It's just that's why the Democrats don't want to work at the table on immigration because midterm elections are coming. Oh, that's true. That's the only reason they want to hold it over Trump's head. Look what the you know the Republicans have done. It's not the Republicans. Bill Clinton signed it in the law. Bill Clinton signed it in the law. This whole deal was built. You know, oh, this goes, oh yeah, signed this by goes Bill back Clinton. To Clinton. Oh yeah, this goes back to '92. Clinton. Yeah. You know, I think I think it's I think everyone's pissed because Trump finally enforced it. Yeah. Per se. But, uh, yeah, so that's... But the New York State... So that, they got nothing accomplished. They're not going to get anything accomplished until the start of the new year. Um, sports sports gambling. This was... They finally got a ruling from the Supreme Court saying they don't want anything to do with it. It's up to the states to decide. But this is just pure revenue for the state. The state... Instead of going that route, they'd rather just raise our taxes. Yep. Then find ways to get money to uh, take care of it. And, and I get gambling's issues. People got problems with gambling. Gambling's evil. Uh, I'm in that evil industry right now. 
But the state has got that racket locked up, people. They got it locked up, I'm telling you. Um, And I'm just relaying things I hear. I was not involved in any of the negotiations. But basically, we've got State Gaming Commission on site. They are on our floor all the time. We need to have so many games open, so many hours per day, because they get some kind of... I'm sure kickback's not the term they use, but basically they get money for every gaming table we have open in an eight-hour period. Mm-hmm. And they get pissy if we don't have enough tables open. Yeah. And right now we're, we're struggling to try to get third shift up and going. And uh, part of us getting the gambling license blah, was that we would have third shift going by such and such a date because there's eight hours times 30 tables that they're not getting revenue on. Yep. There you go. I, I don't get it. The they cram the safe act through in twenty four hours in the dead of night, but they can't <laughs> get they can't get the third shit through. I just yep. Cuomo needs to go, first of all. This oh, yeah. this piece of shit just needs to, to go and be gone. And I don't know who's running against them, if they're any better or not, but they can't be they can't really be any worse. Well he's uh Cuomo's running for president in 2020. Well, and that's another thing that... That's, that's definitely going to happen. But he has no chance. He, oh, I was going to say... Zero chance. He no. may run, but... He ain't getting no traction on that shit. No. So, yeah, it, it I... It would be funny to see him get annihilated by Trump on stage. That, that would be hilarious. I mean, I don't know <laughs> how much these senators and some of them get that work state level. And maybe it's only a part-time gig. Maybe it's only part-time money. But I don't think so. But to work to work six months, but only be maybe three months, because I know they take this break and that break. I I don't get I don't I don't get politics obviously because I'm doing this show with you. I don't get politics. <laughs> but there's got to be a better system to get things done. And. You can say it's the lobbyists and the special interest and that and everything else, but you would think at some point people would say, like, I don't know. It's crazy. Living in a crazy world, Jeff. Living in a crazy world. Living in a crazy world. You know, everything, it, things just aren't what we think they are. It's oh, that's true, too. Down to, you know, that's true, too. So the best we can do is live our lives the best we can, and you know, Have hope fun. to hope to, you know, to die before the apocalypse hits. No point in stressing about shit. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'll tell myself that tomorrow. No point in stressing about shit. <laughs> no, there, there really isn't. There really isn't. It is what it is at this point. Can't change it. You know, people freaking about World War Three and Korea and this that. And and that's another thing. They that's, were all, that was all quiet now. Yeah, well, here's the thing. They were, the Democrats were all pissed off. They were Trump was going to, you know, start World War Three, and they were freaking out. And oh, yeah. The rhetoric, you know, blah, 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 blah. Trump, 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 bad Trump. Trump's crazy in his mouth, his tweets. So then he gets the guy that no one else could do, get into the negotiating table, sits down, doesn't give up anything. No. Doesn't give up. Gets all the remains from the, uh, the Korean War returned to us, mm-hmm. gets them to stop launching missiles in the air. Well, it hasn't been a missile launch in, what, four months, five months? Yep. 
um, has them dismantling their nuclear test locations and the rocket locations. Um, gets all the hostages returned. Okay. Right. And they say he gave up too much. He had a meeting. He didn't give up anything. What did he give up? That's what I understand. So one minute you're jumping on a guy's shit because he's going to cause World War III. Then he brings peace that no other president can do or Congress or Senate. And now he's giving up too much because he got peace. Giving up too much. What? Giving up too much. I yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. Does it make any sense to you? It does. It's just, I, they just to and, have... you know, and Trump said this. He goes, he had a rally. It was a Monday or Tuesday night this week. I watched it. And, uh, you know, the news is there. There was one protester. Literally one guy. Hey. One protester. And there's thousands of people there. And Trump's like, go home to mommy or whatever he said. You know, get out. And uh, he goes, now you watch tomorrow, those evil people in the back, he's pointing at it, you know, the fake news, they're going to say massive, massive protest in the Trump rally. He goes, you watch, it's going to be in the news tomorrow. One guy, and he's saying this to the crowd. And they're, they start shouting, CNN sucks, CNN sucks, CNN sucks, right? Sure as shit, and the, the next fucking day, all over the news, protest at the Trump rally. He's <laughs> like, Trump called it. He called it again. Oh, yeah. He called it again. Perfect, right on. And he goes, Trump saw it, he saw the story, and he goes, CNN, 28 months straight, you've been in last place. He's been right about that. Welcome to another ratings in the last place. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, how stupid can you be? Don't you get it? You're turning off viewers. Fox News now has almost three times the amount of viewers that CNN does. Why isn't CNN waking up in MSB, uh, NBC uh, News, waking up in ABC News, the alphabets, waking up to the fact that Fox is kicking the shit out of them because people see through their bullshit. Yeah. Not that Trump's doing everything great. He's not. He's done a lot of things I don't agree with, but Jesus, Christopher's, give it a break. Well, well again, you know, that's, it, it borders on, it really borders on racism. Like, the only hatred I've seen like this <laughs> Is a racist. Yeah. Like it. Like it doesn't matter what a black person does. A racist will hate them no matter what. No matter what. Yeah. They could cure cancer. They could save a white person. It doesn't matter. It's it. It borders on that that level of hatred. Which is just. What'd you drop this time? No, nothing. I'm just. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, then. Uh, what was the other? Oh, the the Fonda children at it again. Did, oh, you, yeah. did you see yeah, this? Yeah, Henry Fonda, he's got to be proud of his kids. Um, Peter Fonda, is it Peter? Yeah, Peter. Peter Fonda. Uh, and, and, you know, and I'm, you can talk about vile stuff. You know, hoping, wishing upon the Trump family that his son gets kidnapped and raped by a pedophile. Mm -hmm. Really? How can... That's just crazy. I mean, Roseanne Barr makes one comment about an ape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's in, right. Yeah. In what was possibly a racial whatever, and uh, she gets lambasted, fired, whatever, She's and then this, this piece of shit, <laughs> you know, talks about Hoping someone's kid, someone's kid, 
gets kidnapped and, and sexually assaulted yeah, by a pedophile. Yeah. You know, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, that's okay, though. That's okay. That's that's freedom of speech. We're good with that. <laughs> you know, as I said, it's... But you know what? I'm in the woods. I'm in the woods with you. We got a fire. We have a good fire. We got a good fire. I think it's pretty much dry at this point. <laughs> and we're hoping to catch some Sasquatches at some point. Not werewolves. I'm really not. We're not prepared yeah, for werewolves. We got no silver ammunition with us. <laughs> yeah, we don't correct. Um, but uh, Sasquatches. We're good with the werewolves. They can, you know, not 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 join us, please. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, anymore, I think just as a citizen, you just got to kind of live your life in your bubble and at least have some faith that everything outside your bubble will turn out okay, or at least not impact you severely. You know what I mean? That's you know our biggest concern right now is getting a tow truck out here in the morning. <laughs> That's it, and not getting eaten by Sasquatch. But in the grand scheme of things, getting the tow truck's more important than not getting eaten by Sasquatch. Water droplet or branch? I can't fucking tell. That's a water droplet. It's a droplet. So, but so we are. Let's talk it all. And we are on the Diversity Broadcasting Network. Yes, we are. www.diversitybroadcastingnetwork.com. And uh, you can find us there on Fridays, 9 to 11-ish. Uh, we are also have our own website, letstalkitall.com. www.letstalkitall.com. And you can find... Uh, it's, it's always a work in progress. We're always adding stuff to it. But uh, you can find... Uh, these podcasts there and they go by year month and date and uh i i i like to listen to some of the first ones we did oh god just to hear some of the shit we're talking about <laughs> and i find them very entertaining <laughs> you know um so uh yeah that's if you're looking to entertain yourself for a little little down home average joe humor uh it'd be us oh, we uh, have a request before a show we, oh, we do? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. What are we doing? Uh, we have a request for uh, the sound, the boom sounds that people keep hearing across the United States. Are those still going on? Yes, they're still going on. Okay. So there is a request to do a show about that, which we probably should. We should. That's relevant. Yeah. Now, that'd be a neat show. That would be interesting. There would have to be some research, I think, because I don't know a lot about them. Well, you know what? And I guess, I guess we've had some locally, too, right? Yes, we have. Yes, we have. So we should definitely look into that as a. Uh, All right, so that's something. To, something to think about. You definitely should do that. And. Uh, you know the Bigfoot thing. Um, you know, you know, we've talked about it a little before that the East Coast Bigfoot is not quite as aggressive, aggressive yeah. as the uh, uh, Northwestern Pacific uh, Bigfoot seems to be. Uh, that particular species, uh, for whatever reason. Uh, even the Indian legends uh, seems to be a little hostile. Yeah, a little hostile. A little side. hostile, a little angry. Um, you know, there was a great respect that the, the giants of the forest were the masters, the kings of the forest, even mm -hmm. with the Indian people. 
and they gave him a wide berth. Um, it wasn't something they went out and looked for, put it that way. So obviously we're not as smart as the no, Native no, Americans. Because we're, uh, we're out looking for this thing. Yeah. And what we know. really should do sometime is we should uh, plan it out. We each take a couple days of vacation. Maybe not this year, maybe, but next yeah, year, yeah. definitely. Uh, but we should go up to uh, Point... What the hell did I call it? Sabbath Day Point up In on Lake, Lake George. George. Uh, yeah. That would really be the area to hit, I think, for a serious investigation for like two or three days. Uh, there's a lot of hiking involved, though. That's the only ah, issue for you. Killing me. Yeah, I know. All right. That would be in shape for that. <laughs> that would be well, a big you know problem. What? Yeah, it may, it may, it may. Or you could just control base camp at the truck. You know, we drive in as far as you can drive. Not like this. Yeah. Drive in. Hang, hang out and, the truck, wait for the tow truck. Probably. And then me and one other person uh, would uh, go off and uh, do the thing. It'd probably be Heather. I'd probably talk Heather. You know, Heather's always yeah. doing this with me. You know, these investigations. She'd be the perfect person for it. Well, I, and I need to get Denny. I bet you Denny would love Denny to do Denny would this. love to do oh, yeah. that. Uh, we should invite him this time. He didn't think about it. His, you know... Between the two of you guys, probably push the fucking truck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> we used to use Denny for traction. Denny, lay down, lay down right there, buddy. <laughs> the ground's soft. You'll just mold right into the ground. Don't worry He's about it. He's a big it. dude. You know. He's a big dude. Actually, he is a big dude. Yeah. He's a big dude. Denny's fun. Yeah, I would. Denny is. Yeah, he would be fun because you never know. You never know which way he's going. Never know which way he's going. Yeah. He'd be, he'd be talking and posting about wrestling practice one minute and <laughs> next minute. Next you know, next post next post is a scripture and how doomsday is coming. So we love Denny. But uh yeah. So uh So yeah, I guess our next show will, will kind of be focused on Fourth of July, patriotic things maybe. Yeah. Maybe patriotic yeah. things. Uh, oh, Charles Krauthammer died this week. And that is a. He's a. Oh. He's a political. Yeah, yeah I forgot. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, he was actually uh, one of the guys I'd like to listen to. Um. Yeah. He's yeah, very, very intelligent. Very intelligent. Isn't and, that old? Uh, like Sixty-eight or something? Yeah. He. Um. I want to say cancer maybe. It had to be something like that because he wasn't that old. I I caught a little bit on the way to work. I was into the Red Eye Radio guys, and uh, they were talking about him and his passing. And um, so yeah, so that's that'll be you know a a missed political voice of reason. Um, you know he didn't have. As he would like to say, he didn't have a dog in the fight. So all he was kind of doing is relaying the facts and the truth as he saw it. Yeah. You know, that's that's rare. Usually everyone's got some kind of agenda they're trying to push. And the, the facts are spun to, to their to their liking. So <sighs> all right. So I think we're probably getting close to the last hour. This we did an hour the first time this hour. Oh really? We should do a shot. I have a shots for us. Oh do you? Yeah. Well, let's get shots. Let's do shots. Two shots before we go. It's about that time. Mm.
Okay. We have, you can choose, mister. What do you got? I have Jim Beam or E&J Brandy. Which one would you like, Jim Beam Maple or E&J Brandy? I'll take the Beam. You got it. It is yours. All right. All right. Is to swim in with, with bowling and Sasquatch. Sasquatches. <laughs> Holy shit. Woo. I like brandy, so. Thank you for listening tonight. The show has been a syndication of the Diversity Broadcasting Network. You can visit us at www.letstalkitall.com. Email us at ltiaradioshow at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Let's Talk It All, or tweet us at ltiaradioshow. Thank you, and have a good night.